Hey, DGens, it is Monday, May 8th. A two-time MVP hit an NBA owner. The Sixers escaped a collapse, and there is a new team of destiny in the NHL. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Nice, relaxing weekend. Um, didn't get a chance to watch the Derby. Was out uh, bowling with some friends, but a lot of other stuff going on, and... Um, I'm well versed on all the topics. Where do you want to start? Start with uh, Nicole jo- uh, Nikola Jokic uh, out in Denver. The series now tied 2-2, the Nuggets and the Suns, as it's going to shift back for Game 5 to Denver. But there was a little drama. There's a little uh, maybe potential suspension coming for a former MVP. Uh, a little uh, scuffle with the Suns owner. Now, listen. If you ask me, Panther, if you saw the video clip, I believe the Suns owner took some lessons from LeBron James in flopping. Uh, Suns owner's taking some some lessons from something. Let's let's not forget, uh, he actually was a college player. He played under Tom Izzo at Michigan State back in, I believe it was 2000. Um, so whatever the hell he's doing right in his life to go from a college student to an NBA owner in 20 years, I'd like to see that path. But I digress. Watching the video, okay, first off, you got to understand something about Nikola Jokic. He does this all the time, right? As soon as if a ball's out of bounds, he runs to go get it to push the pace. He wants to get the ball back in play. He goes to get the ball, and the owner is holding on to it, won't give it to him. And Jokic kind of does a little pull, a little tug. And then we've got Flop City. Apparently, he made contact with the owner, and we get a tech. I would be stunned in this circumstance. I would be absolutely stunned if this merited a suspension. They didn't even give him a flagrant one. It ended up being a two, so it was only one tech. He didn't get ejected. So I would be absolutely stunned if he was suspended. What was your takeaway? Yeah, I, I don't think he needs to be suspended. I think uh, it's it's weird when, when you have – it's the only sport, right, where the fans are right there, right? Where right the fans are right yeah. right there. There's no barrier. There's nothing. It's just it's it's players and fans. And, I mean, you know, date, dating back to, I uh, think about, you know, the, the, the malice, uh, malice of the palace, malice right? Palace. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's a powder keg at times, too. You got fans. You got alcohol involved. You got people screaming. You got blah, blah, blah. And then you got the, the people – with the money, the real money, fucking sitting courtside, and such as the owners, and that's where the the shit happens. People, uh, fucking players, will die for loose balls. People, uh, the, the the players will go out into the crowd to do stuff at times, and you just you got to be prepared. So, I think that there's a little bit of showmanship on behalf of the Suns owner. Like uh, you know, uh, if, if 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 you know he was if 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 the Suns owner was in Denver, no way he fucking like. Does that shit? I think he was playing to the crowd a little bit, um, goading the uh, the the former MVP. You know, goading uh, Jokic into into fucking being aggressive, and I I think it's a nothing story. Now, where I wanted to go with this, see, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. Is what if it's it's not a nothing story? What if Jokic is suspended for Game Five? Does that mean that the Suns now would run the series? Uh, it would be interesting. Denver has shown that they can be competitive without Jokic. Obviously, they're way better with Jokic, and they've been incredibly good at home. Phoenix has really struggled on the road, particularly in this series. 
I think that's a non-issue. Like the NBA, it would be an immediate nightmare if this warranted a suspension. Of all the things that go on in the NBA, this <laughs> is not a, a, a suspendable offense. Jokic isn't like a Draymond where he's a repeat offender or anything like that. I do think it's a non-story. I think it gets swept under the rug, and we move on to game five. Who do you think the NBA wants to get out of this series? You know, sometimes you're looking at, at you know, I mean, the NBA wouldn't necessarily force a certain team to win a series. They wouldn't have the referees, like, call certain calls just to get a certain media market into the championship. That wouldn't happen. But you got to imagine, put your conspiracy cap on, that at times the NBA might want a certain market maybe like a Lakers Celtics finals this year or or even a New York Knicks making it to the finals might be a big market thing yada 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 who do you think the NBA would want to get out of the series would it be to see Jokic and and the Nuggets or the star power of Kevin Durant and Booker or Chris Paul again who who do you think the NBA would want to win the series um you know honestly i don't think it matters cuz i think who the NBA wants is in the other series between Golden State and the Lakers. So I don't know that it would matter if it's Phoenix or Jokic. I I think they would like to see maybe some young blood. I mean, Chris Paul's had 20 years of trying. Um, Booker, yeah, I get Booker's young. But Kevin Durant, seeing that thing play out, I think they would like to see some fresh blood. I would like to see some fresh blood. We're tired of LeBron. I think we're tired of Curry. Um, I, I think the Nuggets uh, from the West, at least for me, would be the, the darlings. I don't know if the NBA feels that way, but if they're looking specifically at media markets, I think it's the other series. They don't care who comes out of this series. If the Warriors had a chance to beat the Lakers and move on to the uh, Western Conference Finals, which I guess we'll get to a little bit later, we'll talk about that game then maybe you'd want to see the Golden State Warriors versus the Suns just because it'd be Durant versus the Warriors and yeah, 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 you have that storyline possibility. But I agree with you. I don't think, I, I, I think it's a winner no matter what, whoever wins the series, the NBA is not going to, not going to mind. But I, maybe a little bit of a, you know, a look towards uh, Jokic and, 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 you know, the international, uh, you know, appeal and so forth. So maybe that, that direction. Anyway. Moving on to the other side of the NBA, talking about the Eastern Conference side, the uh, Celtics and the uh, Sixers now tied up two games each. And I was telling you in the pre-show, this could have easily been a a sweep, like, right? I mean, you know, you had James Harden's heroics in game one that stole the game out of Boston. Uh, Boston could have, should have won that one. They were up big in that one. And then, you know, the Celtics, of course, uh, came out. Game two, firing all cylinders, stomped the shit out of them. Game three, they won in Philly to take back home court. Now, chance yesterday, down 15 going into the fourth quarter. They storm back. They take the lead in the fourth quarter. Philly ties it up. Once again, James Harden, uh, some some heroics. And then Marcus Smart uh, misses in regulation and then misses uh, hits in, in overtime just a fraction of a second too late. What's this series looking like to you? Is the, I mean, inevitably going seven, or do you still feel like the Celtics are just overmatching the Sixers here overall and and the the 2-2 doesn't really indicate what the series actually is. can't get out of their own damn way. Like we've seen when is when they play their very best and I think it's all between their ears mentally, 
on whether or not they're going to show up each and every night. Best of three, Boston will get two of those three at home if it gets that far. I do think Boston wins this series. I don't think we get to game seven. They need to really assert themselves because Miami might end the Knicks kind of early. So they, they might not want to still be playing if Miami gets to rest. No, absolutely. Uh, that series could end tonight, right? Am I, is that game five tonight? Uh, game four. Oh, it's game four tonight. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because the Knicks have a home home court in that one. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I think I think the 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 Celtics. I, now, now, there's a lot of criticism o- over twice in, in first in regulation and in overtime that uh, Missoula did not call timeout to try to draw up a play. He just let his team do his own thing. I have to kind of think that that's cool. Like I, you know, he knows his players. He tra- he's a guy that was in player development. He knows these fucking guys. He he like he knows what they're capable of doing, and I'd say the overtime play that they called, you know, might have warranted a timeout to consider things. Like it was going nowhere. He probably should have called timeout with you know, I don't know, like seven eight seconds left or something like that to draw something up because it really was kind of stalling out a bit. But ultimately, they got a good look. They got it's just. A fucking fraction of a second too late. You know, the pass maybe they just needed to be a little bit fucking faster. It's a smart uh, to see him open. Uh, but I, I think what I've seen from the Celtics team is is that they should win this series, right? They absolutely should win this series. And uh, it's it all is contingent upon James Harden and James Harden's play, really. If James Harden is playing as his best, then the Sixers have a shot to beat the Celtics in any given night. But out of the four games, we've only seen him show up twice. And and really, I think the, the Celtics are doing an admirable job of, of containing Embiid. And, you know, he, he had a nice game last night. But still, like, when it, when it mattered most, you know, Al Horford, I think, blocked him like three fucking times down the stretch. Uh, and they put Grant Williams on him, kind of frustrates him. They double team him, you know. So, I mean, they're doing what they need to do against the MVP. It, this series comes down to James Harden. If James Harden is you know, big time Jimmy James, then, uh, yeah, they've got a fucking chance. But if, if he falters, then zero fucking chance there. Uh, moving on to the ice Panther. we got a new team of destiny. Of course, if you uh, get yeah. back, get back in the way back machine. You remember our previous team of destiny was the Montreal Canadiens a few years back during the COVID season. They couldn't quite live up to the hype once it got to the, uh, <laughs> Stanley cup, but we got a new team of destiny in the NHL. And I think this team can live up to the hype. Florida Panthers went up 3-0 on the fucking Maple Leafs, Panther. That's it. It's series over. Uh, Stanley Cup over. Just give it to the fucking uh, Panthers at this point in time, right? I mean, you got to love the surname, right? You got to root for any team named Panthers. Maybe not maybe, maybe not the Carolina Panthers. Oh, well, yeah, maybe not them. I, they're on the up. They can't really be that bad forever, I think. <laughs> they're better than Montreal was, that's for sure. But I think what's surprising is this team, at least perception and record-wise, has been so much better the previous two years. This year just did not look like the year. They couldn't get out of their own way. They struggled on the road. They were decent at home, but not near as dominant as they were in the previous seasons. But then all of a sudden, the playoffs are here, and, I mean, they're clicking. It's not just say, hey, they're playing great defense, or hey, they're playing great offense. It's everything. They have got the first unit, the second unit, the goaltending, the defense, the score. It, it is all clicking uh, other NHL teams be damned. Get out of the way. The Panthers are going to win it all. We should have placed a futures bet a couple weeks ago. I think I even maybe said this middle of last week. Jump on this Panther train. It's for real. 
I, I it's it's unbelievable. Listen, the NHL playoffs is is really it's just wild. It's wild. It's wild in general. Which is a general statement. That the the NHL playoffs is wild, but this season in particular is fucking wild. You see the goddamn uh, guy, Boston Bruins. Who the fuck saw them getting eliminated? Well, apparently the fucking Florida Panthers saw them getting eliminated because that's exactly what they fucking did. Uh, you got some crazy ass scores like yesterday. Uh, you know, you, you saw the Devils what win eight to four over fucking Carolina. That series is two one. You saw the Kraken go up two one in their series, scoreless in the second, and that fucking game ends seven to two. I mean, th- these playoffs are fucking insane. So you're telling me that Florida, you look at them and say that that they're you know, not going to inevitably win it. Uh, no, I think they absolutely will. Of course they will, because these fucking playoffs are goddamn insane. You know, um, but no, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on this one. Florida just playing their best hockey when it matters most. And sometimes that's all you need, right? And sometimes you just, you know, it talks about like getting hot or getting healthy or whatever. Uh, I remember a couple years ago, you know, I was down on the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning all fucking season. And they were good, but they weren't great. And then when the playoffs came along, you know, they get they got their big player back, and they were great. This is another Florida the Florida Panthers is kind of reminiscent of that. It's like, yeah, they're a good team, they're fine, and now they're playing great hockey, playing elite hockey. I I, I totally agree with you. I think Florida wins this all at this point in time. I, I'm I'm gonna pull up the fucking uh, the the futures here. I think we can get some kind of value, <laughs> not much, because it's kind of inevitable that they're gonna fucking uh, make it to the uh, the Eastern Conference Finals over there. But man. Uh, Florida all the way. Point, and there's this point, there's really no one for them to be afraid of. They can beat New Jersey. They can beat Carolina. And even on the Western side, they can beat any of those teams. So, um, yeah, I, I, to say that they have a puncher's chance, given the way that they're playing, I think they might be the favorite. They are currently sitting second right now, uh, barely. Behind, uh, like the Stanley Cup odds right now have the Florida Panthers plus 380, Oilers plus 350, Hurricanes plus 400. Golden Knights plus 800, Devils plus 900, Kraken plus 1100. Hey, might throw them a couple dollars on there. Stars plus 1100, and now the Maple Leafs plus 3300. <laughs> the uh, so okay, heading into the playoffs, the Florida Panthers were plus 2200 to win it all. Yeah, I know I didn't take a piece of that. And I'm no. I'm really no. kind of shocked here that Vegas still is not getting any love from the bookmakers they they don't like the golden knights chances against edmonton apparently no it doesn't doesn't seem like they do all right enough of this shit let's take a quick commercial break maybe or just silence for like a second guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djens proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now. Take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS. That's D-E-G-E-N-S. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get 
up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. All right, we're back, Panther. Panther, we do have two NBA games for today, uh, Miami Heat and the New York Knicks. Uh, of course, this is uh, in Miami, and then we got the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's start off in this New York Knicks at Miami game. What you got? Uh, you know, I, I feel like, it just feels like to me, the New York Knicks are dead men walking. And when they gave up that game at home to Miami, they, they they need to win at home. They have to win at home because they've not been a good team on the road all season. We saw it the last game out against Miami. They really were not very competitive in that game. I really feel like it's more the same. This is probably the season for the Knicks. Yes, they'll come back home after this and get to game five. But I think Miami takes a commanding lead. I'm going to lay the four and a half of 10 bucks on the heat. Yeah, right there with you. This is probably a, a Dijon parlay play for us to, I think, the Miami Heat get it done at home today. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the Knicks are a, a good team. They're a team that when 100% healthy and firing on all cylinders, they are a dangerous team. But they haven't been. Julius Randle has been banged up. Uh, Brunson's been even banged up. I mean, this is a team that is, is just playing around hobbled. And then Jimmy Butler, I think he disappeared for a little bit, got that Kobe fucking treatment in his knees or whatever because he's fucking back. I think the Heat get it done at home today. Yeah. $10 bet on Miami, which uh, brings us to game number two, Warriors at the Lakers. Uh, last time I saw this line, it's changed. So uh, I saw this line three and a half for Golden State. I think you can still get plus three and a half if you're betting the Golden State side. It's uh, it's dropped plus three, plus two and a half at some books. So I don't know if that, if that sways you at all or if you're betting the Lakers. I'll get you as good as minus two and a half. So you, you talked about who the NBA wants to see, they want to see this series. And I think they want to see this series go seven games. These are the two markets, the two teams that are left in these playoffs that the NBA, uh, it's basically their cash cow. So listen, we saw it the first game, you know, the Lakers won, Golden State came out and beat the shit of them. Except the third game, Lakers won. I don't know if the Warriors are going to beat the shit out of them, but I think the Warriors are going to win. Vegas seems to agree, might sprinkle a little bit on the money line, but I'll take those three and a half points and put my money on the Warriors. Yeah, you kind of get the feeling that this is a bounce back game from the Warriors and that they can steal one in L.A. They're not a very good road team this year. What were they? One of the uh, worst. Yeah, 11 and 30 on the road this year, something like that. And, and, and it was just terrible. They're fucking terrible on the road this year. This could be one that they bounce back and steal and even up this series. Uh, I'm going to give you some moral support. I'm going to lean the Warriors with you. But, I mean, LeBron James, he just looks like he's uh, he's, re- he's ready to, you know, get 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 done with uh, St- Steph Curry for now. He's just fucking tossing aside. He's like, all right, you know, see you later. See you later. I'm, re- I'm ready for the Western Conference Finals. Uh, but, yeah, I'll lean the Warriors with you. Which uh, now brings us over to the ice. Only one game on the board. It is your Vegas Golden Knights at the Edmonton Oilers. We kind of talked about the what, what the books tend to think about this one. And looking at this one, too, it seems like they don't think that the Golden Knights have much of a chance. Yeah, and I don't get it. I mean, Edmonton's defense isn't really that good. I get it. Their offense can explode at any given moment. Uh, but Vegas can explode in their own right against that mediocre goaltending that the Oilers sprout 
I just don't get it. I mean, you're not going to, I don't think you're going to eat 180 on Edmonton. So even if you don't think Vegas can win, which I think they can, the value is all over the Golden Knights here. So I'm going to take 10 bucks and put it on my Golden Knights. I'm not going to eat one uh, minus 180. I'm going to eat minus 175. I actually think this is the game that the Oilers uh, do end up uh, winning. I think that, you know, uh, I, I, I understand where your head's at. I just think Edmonton is the play in this one. I'm going to do a $10 bet on the Oilers. Minus 175. If it gets a minus 180, it is out of my comfort zone. Honestly, honestly, the minus 180 would give me pause. At the minus 175, I sneak in right there with the implied probability. So $10 bet on the Oilers. All right. That brings us to Major League Baseball. Panther, I believe you got five for us today. Where are we starting? We're going to start in Baltimore, where the Tampa Bay Rays will throw one of their two staff bases. Shane McClanahan will take on Kyle Gibson. Uh, look, I don't know what anybody really thought of Baltimore, but this is not a bad team. And believe it or not, minus 178 tells you they're not a bad team. Because me personally, with McClanahan on the mound, I thought this would be probably about minus 222 and a quarter. So at minus 178, I'm finding a little bit of value. Don't want to run line it. I'll just take it straight up for 10 bucks on the race. Get you as good as minus 170. There's one sports book that get minus 170. And if that's not available, so you can probably get minus 175. So, yeah, yeah, I think you can get a little bit there. Yeah, but a couple of books, minus 180, 178, and so forth. Uh, I'm on the opposite side here, not betting it. I'm going to lean the Orioles. I think there's a tad bit of value at the plus 155, but, you know, not enough for me to bet it. So, just a lean on Baltimore there. I'm not a big fan of value plays, but I'm going to take a flyer on one. And we're going to talk about your, see if you're still on that train, Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm not. Have, you know, where did, we jumped, right? We dropped off that thing while it was in motion. Uh, going to get the Colorado Rockies. Pittsburgh has scored six runs total in their last five games. They're in a major power outage. Going against a Rocky team that, believe it or not, is actually playing some pretty good baseball right now. Kyle Freeland, his ERA and whip are actually way better than what his averages show. The reason his averages are bad is the, what they are is one bad start, and it was at home against these Pittsburgh Pirates. I don't think it happens again. I think Colorado wins this game outright. Give me the Rockies plus 158 for 10 bucks. Rockies, of course, coming off of beating my New York Mets. There you go. My actual team that I root for. Uh, not looking so good right now. The Rockies made them look like uh, silly little bitches out there. I don't know if they do that to the Pirates. I, I understand your value play, but I think the Pirates win this one. I'm going to lean Pittsburgh. All right, we'll try another value play. No plus line, but the White Sox are at Kansas City. And Kansas City still sucks. They've only won two games at home. And now they get to face Dylan Cease. And I got to tell you, Dylan Cease versus Zach Greinke. And I'm getting the White Sox minus 135. Something smells. Somebody ran over a skunk, and it's sticking to the bottom of my car, and it stinks all the way to high heaven. I acknowledge it stinks, and I'm going to do it anyway. Give me the White Sox for 10 bucks. Yeah, I'm going to give you some moral support in this one. I do think the White Sox is the play. as. Again, I don't, I don't like either of these fucking teams. And, and if you tell me that the Royals could fucking beat the White Sox, yeah, they can beat the White Sox. Pretty much anyone can beat the White Sox. But yeah, I'll lean with you. I, I do think the White Sox get it done today. Right, next game up, I got the Dodgers at Milwaukee. Tony Gonsolin going against Freddie Peralta. 
you know, I, I kind of shit on the Dodgers beginning of the season, but they've kind of gotten right and gotten well, playing some pretty good baseball. So is Milwaukee. Both are playing pretty good right now, but I get the Dodgers on an even line. You don't see that too often. So I will take Tony Gonsolin and those LA Dodgers on the road for 10 bucks. Yeah, you get to minus 107 and moral support ends there. I'm going to lean Milwaukee at home there. I do think that the the Brewers have the chance to win this game. Uh, again, plus 100. I need a little bit more to be able to bet the Brewers here. So a lean on Milwaukee. All right, last game up for me. We got the Washington baseball team. <laughs> Almost calling them the football team. Uh, going to San Francisco, take on the 49ers. My new, well, not new, but one of my current favorite pitchers to watch pitch, Anthony Descalini, is pitching out of his freaking mind. Now, granted, San Francisco doesn't put up a lot of run support, but against Washington, I don't think he's going to need it. But give me Descalini in San Francisco for 10 bucks. I get you a minus 105 on that one. And wow, I only agreed with you on one game today, and that was that White Sox with the lean. Because I'm on the opposite side. I think there's value with the plus 200 line on the Nationals here. Uh, I'm not going to bet it because it's the fucking Nationals. But I'll lean the Nationals there. But with your run line, yeah, you're going to eat minus 105 on the run line. So there you go. All right. Yeah, that is, that's it. What do you got? Everything else, it seems. Uh I'm gonna oh look gosh. at no, nah, no. Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at St. Louis and the Chicago Cubs. Uh, listen, the Cubs are definitely the better team out of the two right now. With St. Louis still trying to fucking figure shit out. Uh, I it's getting it's got a little bit of time to figure it out, St. Louis, but not a lot of time. Especially if you're going to lose one today against uh, Marcus Stroman, who's pitching actually really fucking good this season. Nicholas, the stash is all he's got going for him. Uh, Ten dollar bet on the Cubs. Yeah. I... I probably should have been on this one. I just, I just think it was a little too much chalk. But I think we're at the point now where we maybe have to start saying this Cubs team's a good team. They they could actually maybe give the Brewers a little push in that division. I like the Cubs a lot, and I don't like the Cardinals at all. I'll give you all the moral support on Chicago. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Houston at, at, at the Angels, uh, the Astros coming into this one. Only minus 120. Listen, I mean, this Angels team's not that bad, and they do got Sandoval on the mound. Uh, but, man, I-, I like Houston to to win this one, so I'm going to do a $10 bet on the Astros. Yeah, watch out for Houston because they're they're nursing some really bad injuries. They already lost Luis Garcia season. Uh, the McCullers is on the IL, and uh, your Quiddy's on the IL. So Hunter Brown, he was already in the rotation anyway. This is one of their stellar prospects that got called up, and this kid can pitch. He fits perfectly into the Houston rotation. Uh, They're going to get Jose Altuve back in about a week. This is a team that's going to get right real quick. I like the value on the Astros, just not enough because call me a believer in the Angels. I think they act, this is a toss-up game, so I'm just going to lean the Astros. I'll give you more support. Alright, now explain this line to me. Why are the Texas Rangers plus 143? Remind me who they're playing and who the pitchers are. Uh, They're playing Seattle. And it is Gray versus Gilbert, and I like I like Logan Gilbert, I do, but I, I can't I explain why why Seattle is is that big of a fucking favorite. It is a ridiculous line. I know people like Logan Gilbert. I know he's supposed to be one of their, but he's not been pitching that great. And Texas has actually been decent on the road. I mean, I like Texas, but that line was a little bit spooky to me, so I laid off of it. Are you on you jumping on the Rangers? 
I'm jumping on the Rangers. Yeah, I, th- I think a uh, plus one forty three. How can you not? Right. Like what? What the fuck is going on in that one? So I maybe it's time for me to jump into the Panther trap, but I'm gonna fucking do it. Not dick first. Head first. Fucking diving right into this fucking trap. All right. Uh, Texas Rangers ten dollar bet plus one forty three, and that does it for me with Major League Baseball, and that does it for me for sports betting, other than doing this uh, parlay, which I believe we're going to do the Miami Heat, correct? That's going to be our mutual? Uh, We agreed, yes, we're laying four and a half. I'm going to do the Chicago Cubs minus the 145, which, I mean... Yeah, I mean, you could do your your Giants run line would would kind of mitigate some of my chalk. The Colorado play would really mitigate that chalk. But where where are you at today? You know what? I I, I you only leaned against me, so I'll try and mitigate some of that chalk, and we will take those Colorado Rockies. Uh, what do we have? Plus one fifty eight is what I had. One fifty five. Yeah, we'll throw one fifty five there. So that will get us a little bit of value there, and that will be your DJ parlay for today, Monday, May eighth. With that, Panther, you can take us home. Taking you home with where we stand. And we stand on Facebook. We stand on Twitter. And we stand right here in the asylum. Join our Discord. Come in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.